welcome, and thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. Hello, welcome to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. We are going to talk about essential oils today. And we are going to just pick Tanil's brain until she can't think anymore. <laughs> Yay! We have with us Stephanie Lanham from Rediscover Health. We have Christina Dolan, Reiki with Christina Dolan. And we have Tanil Spencer from Natural Healing Massage, who also does aromatherapy in her massage. So we wanted to just talk about some of the, the favorite oils that get asked for and what each one maybe does. So Miss Tennille. Well, I am a big essential oil user um, for lots of different things. When it comes to massage, um, a lot of people want it for relaxation. Um, mm -hmm. So I have a blend I like to use with doTERRA called Serenity. Um, one of my all-time favorites to use, even for myself, is the grounding blend. It's very earthy. Um, uh, balance is the name of that one. And if you mix equal parts of serenity and balance, it's called liquid Xanax. <laughs> I want to try um, that. But, uh, <laughs> right, I'm like, I, I want to try. I a lot yesterday. Um, and people were like, oh, I'm a noodle. And mm. you're welcome. Um, I like being a noodle. <laughs> Um, also, I like to use Lang Lang a lot. I used to diffuse that in the room, um, after COVID hit, took a lot of stuff out of the room. Um, but Lang Lang was when I like to just diffuse just to smell in the room a lot. Mm. Um, that's a very like uplifting, um, feel good blend or oil. That's my favorite. I think of all of them, that's my top favorite. I have a lot of favorites. It's definitely one of mine. Yeah, me too. Um, so the what I love about using essential oils in a massage is not only um, am I massaging the essential oils into my clients, so they're getting, they're smelling it and they're absorbing it, but I'm getting the same benefits because I'm absorbing it and smelling it too. So as I'm healing them with essential oils, I too am getting those benefits from it. Nice. So if, so, if somebody comes in and they're just, you know, they've got a lot of lower back pain and they're just wanting you to, to loosen up those muscles. What kind of oil do you use for that? Um, that one, a good, like I have a blend that I use that is young living. Um, but things like, um, eucalyptus and peppermint and things like that, that have that menthol kind of like helps with the inflammation in the area. And those ones are really good to use for on tight muscles as you're working it in because that coolness of it is going to bring down the inflammation of the inflamed area I'm working on to help increase the blood flow to that area. Yeah. Peppermint's always re also really good. I do a um, sinus clearing session um, where I do facial cupping. I work your nasal passages, work it down the side of your neck so it can drain. I do cupping and then I'll put um, peppermint or eucalyptus, whichever the client prefers on my hands um, after I put some here to help with the inflammation in the area have them close their eyes and just like inhale it oh. in it. And that like works it in and opens up the nasal passages from the inside. So they're getting the um, essential oil benefits of topically for the inflamed muscles, but it's also going in and helping open up the nasal passages and the lungs to help them breathe better too. Kind of like- I want to sign up for one of those. I want <laughs> one of those sessions. It doesn't take me no time at all. <laughs> 
anything that helps with the lungs. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know that personally, one of my favorite oils is, is the lavender because I use it for migraines. But I also, I, I have a diluted version spritzer bottle that I spray on my pillows to help me sleep when I'm particularly stressed out. Then I use peppermint oil for things like anxiety, depression, because that just picks me back up again. And I use spiritual awakening for meditation. So I'm kind of curious if when you're using these oils for specific purposes, do you have a special one that you use just to help people to chill out when you first start? Um, that would be probably Serenity or the Liquid Xanax blend or the grounding blend. I mean, the grounding kind of like helps with anxiety. Um, and the Serenity is more of like that calming because it is it does have lavender in it, chamomile. Not sure what else in it, but it is those calming scents. I would like to let you know, though, that when you have a migraine, you take peppermint oil and you put it along your occipital ridge right under your skull. Mm-hmm. And that's going to help with the inflammation, help with that. And really good for uplifting, like you were saying, you're using those menthol-based mm-hmm. ones. Um, citrus essential oils, um, oranges and limes and stuff like that, lemons, um, those are really good for uplifting. Okay, so here I have another question. This is okay. kind of a... I don't know. Tina and I are both Reiki masters. Mm-hmm. When Tina's in-house, Tina is the Reiki master because she's <laughs> one who trained me. Um, you guys are also level two mm-hmm. Reiki be- practitioners. I'm curious, is there a special oil that can be used? Because I know sometimes you use the Reiki in your massages now. Is there an oil that can be used that works when you're doing Reiki? I mean, do you ever use an essential oil, Tina, when you're doing Reiki? No, I have not, personally. I'm curious, uh, you know. I I have not. I know I can, but I haven't. Um, So I'm not familiar enough with it to feel comfortable mm -hmm. in choosing one at the moment. I think the difference with that is... um, Doing Reiki is that universal healing energy. You don't need an essential oil for that. But okay. if you're using the essential oil for, or you're using the Reiki for a specific purpose, you could then use an essential oil that correlates with that. Right, which we talked about. The healing benefits and place it on there to where they're getting the health benefits of it while they're getting the Reiki session. But I don't, <clears throat> I don't know and have not heard of, that doesn't mean it's not a thing, um, about the usage of specific essential oils to increase your Reiki. Cause that's why we have symbols we do in the air. Well, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd wonder if perhaps essential oils that correlate more with the third eye or the crown chakra when doing Reiki, because of that connection to the, to the energy and to the, to the, yeah, universe, life force, all of the into stuff the <laughs> into the field, the ether, uh, yes. if that would help. Um, <laughs> So like uh, rosemary oil, for example, rosemary's got the, the constituent uh, rosmarinol, which helps with actual cognitive support. So in, um, that's one of the herbs that I incorporate into the third IT is rosemary. Um, so I wonder if that, and rosemary, I mean, you see like the, um, the Romans or the Greeks that have the rosemary sprigs 
Um, you know, the smell of rosemary helps with cognitive memory and support. Um, you know, if you're studying or focusing, having rosemary essential oils around. So I wonder if that would be a good one to do because it does help with that, that cognitive functioning. I know I've talked to some people, Neil, that, um, and these are the older people. I mean, I'm old, but they're, you know, older okay. people, um, that they say that they don't have a lot of focus and they stress up because their mind isn't working like it used to. And so they come in to get a massage just to relax and get rid of some of that stress, but it's being caused by a lack of focus. Would you use maybe rosemary for that to help them to? There's actually an oil blend. My daughter had the hardest time focusing in school. And so I bought this rollerball and I even told her teacher, I'm like, keep it on her desk. When you see that she's taken off in la la land, put some on her. And it, it's helped me like with work when I'm all over the place, it's kind of like a Jasper and a Jasper in an oil form that I use it. And all of a sudden I'm a machine at working and I would send it with her for that. And that's in tune. Um, I'd have to, again, I'd have to look up what's in it. It's a doTERRA, um, but it was a blend that would specifically do it for that. Um, I would say that rosemary, there, there's days when my intuition is on it and there's days when I'm not. So I'm sure that using rosemary when you're trying to do intuitive work would be beneficial. Um, but, but when it comes, if I had someone come to me and ask me what they can do for their mind, that's when I would step out of the oil conversation we're on, go into mycology and talk to them about lion's mane, mushroom, mm -hmm. um, mycology, mushrooms, um, have a lot of healing components that people are not aware of. I think it's starting to be more aware of, um, but lion's mane does nerve report and it kind of clears up foggy brain and makes your synapses fire like this. Mm -hmm. I can tell a huge difference in myself. If I'm going to have a busy day, I try to make sure that I take it. And my brain is going like this where normally it's not. I can tell right now that I've not taken it. <laughs> have you have you tried the uh, Four Sigmatic um, Lion's Mane coffee, Tanil? No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's, yeah, oh. it's mushroom coffee. Hmm. I have had. Okay, what's um, the name of that? Again, that again? That was Four Sigmatic is the brand. And they're mush it's their mushroom coffees. So they have a lion's mane, they have an adaptogen blend with, um, I can't remember if it's rhodiola or ashwagandha, but it's one of the adaptogens it's that helps with the stress really response. Coffee, though, right? I'm sorry? It's really coffee? It is. They, I think they have, they have coffee, which is actual coffee mixed with these, with these other like nootropics. Mm -hmm. um, and then they have, I believe, just blends without coffee too. So I'm not a coffee drinker. Never have right. been. You could do tea. Yeah, I can do teas, but not coffee. My dad told me when I was 14, he would touch a coffee pot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I make the worst coffee ever. So I took him to his word. So I have him. My you know what? My dad you can make the best coffee the ever if you just get a Keurig. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to Healthy Life Market today, and they sell Four Sigmatics. So if some shows up at the shop this week, just FYI. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. At least um, send me a picture definitely. of it. I'd love to try that. It, it's good. And uh, it, sometimes we get so much on our plates that you can't focus on one thing because you don't know which to start with because you got so much going on. Yep. And uh, I know personally, I have been trying to actually set up sessions with Tennille where I can just 
chill out, you know, get rid of some of the stress, just get back to where I can think again. Mm-hmm. And something always comes up. We need to schedule another. I know she's been trying to find her favorite forever, but and I, I, I would son. love to be there. <laughs> I really would. <laughs> so, but. Tennille, you mentioned um, DoTerra. Are you a DoTerra rep? I was a couple years ago. I haven't stayed up with it. Um, I definitely have a shelf full of oils. Um, but I, some people like Young Living, some people like DoTerra. To me, they're both the highest quality you can get. I use both. Um, I know Jeannie is currently um, a Young Living rep. Both of them are 100% therapeutic grade. That's something else. Let's talk about that real quick. People will get essential oils off the shelf and it'll say 100% pure essential oil. I think, I believe it's they can have 30% fillers and still be labeled 100% pure. So you you have to do... You have to do your market research on that because having had been in the industry and focused on ordering products that are not the marketing companies like doTERRA and Young Living, um, there are companies that do that, but there are also companies that, that have pure like seed to shelf transparency. And so you have to have to do your market research. So it is, there is possibility to get a hundred percent essential oil without fillers and stuff, but you have you're to know what company you're getting it from. Therapeutic grade. Therapeutic grade is the key. If you see that on the bottle, then it's a hundred percent. But if it doesn't say therapeutic grade on it, then it's got fillers, which it doesn't mean that essential oil is bad. That's just not what I would ingest. Uh-oh. I, I see I, it I, coming up. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I'm anti-ingest period. Like regardless if it's therapeutic oh, with grade essential or not. oils? Yes. There's, oh, no, I do. there's, uh, it's mm, mm, so I just I never ever okay, recommend it. Talk so. to me about that then. Um, there is a blend digestin, and for me, mm-hmm. and I would like to think you would agree, the three best things you can do for your digestive system is fennel, um, ginger, and peppermint. Basically, mm-hmm. to me, anything that's going on in your stomach, one of those three or all three can help it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you so, have to think about one drop of essential oil is like consuming 30 peppermint, peppermint plants. So that it's highly concentrated. And if people don't dilute it correctly, if they don't have adequate research as to where their product was um, harvested and you know, organic versus non-organic, if you're consuming a highly concentrated non-organic peppermint plant that's been sprayed with pesticides and herbicides, you're going to get it. You're going to get it in there. So there's, there's those things, you know, so if you can me, you know me, and I'm not trying to be, I'm, I'm like devil's advocate right now, but you know me, I'm a tea drinker. So if I could drink a tea with peppermint and ginger and fennel in it, um, <coughs> rest and digest, <coughs> then, then I, I, I find that the concentrations scare me. You know, lemon oil, they say that the, the ones that you would normally consume, ginger, fennel, peppermint, lemon, orange, those things, of course, are safe. They do make toxic essential oils. Um, meaning plants that are toxic to consume. So not all essential oils are safe, but they say like, you know, one drop is equivalent to X amount of fruit or X amount of plant. And that's a highly concentrated amount. And if we're not super, super careful with it, it can be dangerous. Okay. I agree with everything that you just said. Um, I only do that with doTERRA brand, which I know is organic, no chemical. You know what I mean? They, 
go and test these plants and grow them specifically for this. Um, and I only put one drop in a veggie cap, only when I'm having major belly emergencies. <laughs> but yes, uh, good point. You can't be filling up a veggie cap and be mindful of what you're doing. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. And there's an, I and usually just chew on fennel seed whenever I. That, that's an educational thing. I think that's more or less, you know, again, I think I have, I've mentioned this in previous episodes. I have a huge problem with Google and the way that um, information and education is spread nowadays. You know, we do want to make sure that before um, somebody does something that they get permission from a highly qualified professional, you know, essential oil interactions with drugs. That's a big thing, too. You know, if you're going to take this internally, you need to make sure there's not interactions like it's all about making sure that you get your information from someone who knows what they're doing, which is why, again, back why I asked you if you were a doTERRA rep, because there's a lot of education that comes with being one and looking into it and selling it so that you can communicate these things with your clients, right? Yes, yes there was. I've, I definitely learned a lot when I joined doTERRA. Um, I definitely learned a lot about it um, and placements. And another cool fact that I absolutely love is your feet have the largest pores on your body. So you can rub an essential oil on your feet and it'll be going through your body within minutes. It absorbs into your bloodstream and it's going through your body. So you're getting the physical benefits. Um, so, you know, Sierra, my daughter, when she's been um, sick and I'm putting it on her chest and back like a Vicks rub, I'll put it on her feet too. Um, same with, you know, blends to boost immune system, put it on her feet. So even if you're stressed or anything and just feel like you need a quick, quick boost of it, you can rub it on your feet and you're going to be getting it in your system quick. All right. So on that, then I got to ask you. Um, so, okay. Well, we've talked about essential oils as massage and on the bottom of your feet being absorbed into your body uh, because you've got permeable membranes on your body. So things that we put on absorbs in. So what is your, I just, this is just for general because we can, um, what is your, thoughts and opinions on using lotions with artificial fragrances versus lotions with essential oils. Knowing all, anything, all these chemicals that are in your lotions, which I'm guilty of using some of them too. Um, your shampoos, your lotions, your body washes, everything that you put on your body that has chemicals to create it, your body is absorbing that every single bit of it. So if you're slathering yourself in this chemical lotion that smells like roses and lavender and jasmine and vanilla you might smell great but you're putting those toxins and chemicals in your body and a lot of them i mean so it's kind of like, it's kind of like you are what you eat you are what you put on your body too That's a very good point very good point i like that you brought that up yeah <laughs> i have a um the time this episode launches will be right before the detoxification class um, where I talk about like busting myths about your body's detoxification system and detox supplements and is it necessary? Is it not? So I thought I'd just lead in with that question to see what, what your general knowledge was about absorption of things in your skin. Yeah. The more natural you can go with any products that you're using, the better off you are. Safflower oil is a great, um, uh, moisturizer, by the way. It's the closest thing to the natural oil that we produce without clogging your pores. So um, if you get some safflower oil, which you can get at any store, when you get out of the shower, put a little bit on your hands, rub it on your skin. It's absorbed within minutes and your skin is so soft. You're welcome. I've got, 
I've got safflower at the store. We can make our own oils. Yeah, put a couple drops of your essential oil in there for what you want to smell like, um, for your mood, if you want to uplift. If you want to get all lovey, use some jasmine or some rose, um, whatever you're feeling like, rub it on your body. You're going to smell good and it's all natural and you're getting those benefits and it makes your skin super soft. I've got liquid Xanto. <laughs> so do you use essential oils all over us? <laughs> i've got it in the shop we'll make you some up do you use essential oils in all of your massages no that's no. an upcharge girl huh? <laughs> those are not cheap okay yeah, but the, there's also a lot of people that that are allergic to the smells and things like that so you have yeah. to be really careful if you are using anything i guess I always ask before every massage, are you allergic to any lotions, oil, scents, anything? I do have a blend that has lavender and chamomile in it mm -hmm. um, and a couple other things that I, I like to use it. It's several different oils, uh, grapeseed, avocado. Um, I don't know what all's in it. I really like using that oil. So I use that one without an upcharge. But then I had someone who had a nut allergy. And if I didn't ask that, mm -hmm. I would have been rubbing them with, um, it had coconut in it. And they would have had a, a reaction. So that's why I keep plain avocado oil to the side um, for people that have any kind of allergies. That's why I don't burn anything in my office that deals with scents when I have clients because I never know what their allergens are going to be. Mm -hmm. Well, I know uh, with the Reiki, uh, several times uh, I have asked people if they're allergic to sage because I like to sage them before I put them on the table. And something about the, the smell of that white sage calms them down, you know, especially if it's the first time. I did know someone when I was taking my first Reiki class that was allergic to sage. Hmm. I wonder, that would transfer into essential oils as well, wouldn't it? If someone's mm -hmm. allergic to, to the sage plant, wouldn't that translate to, to essential oil? They oh, wouldn't be able to oil is use the essential oil. oil. Yeah, they would not be. They stay away. Well, the reason I ask is because I know that most most essential oils, especially the good ones like Young Living and DoTerra, they're distilled. And I was just curious if that wouldn't draw out some of the things, the allergens of that. I don't know. I think it makes the plant. I think it makes it more potent and puts it in a liquid form. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't even test it. Just curious. Yeah, that's not something I would even um, play with. Just It's more condensed form, isn't it? Yeah, it's more potent. Well, you see what's going on over here. We got almost Dr. Stevie over there taking notes on, hmm, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> she looks very doctor today, doesn't she? I love it. I said when I put on the scarf and glasses, I aged myself a little bit. Look like Miss Frizzle. Oh, well, you look like a librarian, but I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, so sassy. <laughs> um, these little glasses holders here, this was a gift from my mother-in-law. And they've got this little charmy do that will hold my mask. Oh, nice. A mask and glasses holder. I'm so excited. <laughs> not like I, I wear my glasses very often. I have some of those for my glasses and I don't know what the problem is if it's just me because I'm me but every time I put my glasses in them so that I can you know have them where I need them 
if I don't have pockets, I end up walking through the store looking for them because they've dropped off somewhere. And see, I still take these off and I'll put them on my head. That's my biggest. Yeah, I've done that too. But the first time it took me 15 minutes to get my hair out of the beads, I decided that was just like that. Yeah, I can't do that with glasses. If they have the metal plastic things, I have to have just plain plastic or my hair eats it. Yeah. Well, I see we're kind of running out of time here. So, Tanil, okay. my darling, thank you so much. Very good information. And I hope that all of our watchers and listeners have gleaned something good out of this. Real yes. quick, just we're going to do round robin while we've got another minute before it cuts us off. Um, round robin, three favorite essential oils. Tanil, go. Um, jasmine, rose, Lang Lang. Shauna. I already told you, lavender, peppermint, and spiritual awakening. Tina. <laughs> lavender, for sure. I also like, um, oh, what is the, you know, I can't even think of the name of it at the moment, but lavender has been my favorite for a long time. I love um, Lang Lang, lavender, and coffee. Actually, I like plumeria, too. Or holy basil, too. I like holy basil. I don't know what that is. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, here we are at the end of another episode of Muses of the Crystal Lotus. Tanil, thank you so much for aromatherapy. And we're going to pick your brain in future episodes about raindrop therapy, which is a type of massage with essential oils. Um, it's also so a detox, isn't it? Yes. The, the raindrop therapy? Yes, ma'am. All right. So stay tuned for that episode and learn a little bit more about what that is and how it can benefit you. If you are not subscribed already, please subscribe to the YouTube channel so you can stay up to date on all of the episodes of Muses of the Crystal Lotus. You can also find us on Spotify, Facebook at Crystal Lotus Shop, S-H-O-P-P-E, Instagram at CLSWV, and at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans with the big purple awning. We're the only ones with the big purple awning on the front of the building. And hopefully soon we're going to have a nice big sticker on the outside that says Chris the Lotus Shop. Yes. There is a sign hanging there too that. I know, but this will go on the front window where people drive by. I was can saying see. that his sign is so pretty. <laughs> it, is. it is. All right, everyone. Until next time, thank you for joining us. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others. Consult your physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall the Crystal Lotus shop, any guests or contributors to the podcast, be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. Until next time, healthy blessings.